Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Monday, June the 13th, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by two of the sharpest people in the entire DFS industry, Mr. Josh Crash Davis and Miss Deb Lutz. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you on this phenomenal Monday? Doing great. Doing well, coach. Doing well. That's high praise. I appreciate that and consider yourself one as well. So, well, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, we, we will see. We got a big week ahead here at Coach Talk, but we're most excited for this first breakdown. We're going to do a little bit different of a pod today. We've got all three of us on as highly demanded here. Uh, if any of us sit out, everybody gets mad. So, you know yeah. what? We're all here. All three of us, we're going to talk about the all-important NBA Finals Game 5, 2-2. We're back in at Golden State. What an incredible game this is going to be. We're going to go through that, break it down, talk about the last game a little bit, where we're looking, what we're looking to fade. We'll throw a few prize picks plays in there for you. And then Deb is going to drop off, and Crash and I are going to go right directly into today's uh, MLB main slate that starts this evening. It's a great slate for uh, MLB as well. So you can drop off if you only want to listen to basketball, make it more convenient for everybody if you want to check out both. So first of all, if you're watching on YouTube, quick thumbs up. We'd really appreciate that. That means a lot to us. Hit that subscribe button so that you uh, are aware of all of our podcasts. And if you hit the alert up in the corner, that little alarm will let you know every single time any of our podcasts post as a premiere. So if you want to jump in, catch them right when they uh, post, you can get in there, chat a bit. We get some good chats going during those uh, premieres. So we would we would love that. Also want to thank our presenting sponsor, uh, which is Prize Picks. If you go to prizepicks.com, sign up for the first time with the promo code Coach Talk, make that first deposit. They'll match you dollar for dollar all the way up to 100 bucks as long as you use that Coach Talk uh, uh, word. So as long as that promo word's in there, Coach Talk, you're good to go. All right, we are going to jump into basketball here, and we can set the stage a little bit for this game. We've got, uh, it's it, you know, again, what kind of buildup do you need for a game like this? All yeah. the emotions are high. It's a fantastic feeling. Before we start breaking down the entire game, uh, since both of you have really followed one team and the other for us throughout the playoffs, uh, Deb, let's start with you. What are your initial feelings here on Boston's mindset? Where are they at? Where do you think they're looking at coming into this game? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a big letdown the last game. Um, they came in with a lot of confidence and they were riding pretty high and it, and it looked like they were going to pull it out. And, uh, you know, then, you know, Golden State just, uh, you know, outplayed them in the fourth quarter. I mean, it was a it was a reversal. It's usually Golden State in the third quarter, Boston in the fourth. But here it was a reverse yeah. and Golden State came out the winner. I think they're probably pretty, pretty down about that. They've got to really, um, you know, muster up, you know, winning, winning on the road game five of the, uh, the finals is going to be tough, particularly against champions like golden state. So they've got to really, really pull it together. And, uh, you know, I expect, um, I expect a really, really good game from both sides in this one. Yeah. And Boston seems to be able to go good game, bad game back and forth forever. So who knows? Maybe they throw a really great game in here. We'll have to see. Uh, Crash, what's your take on the Warrior side of things? Yeah, I just was looking this up because I wasn't sure the exact number, but uh, it's been since March since Boston lost consecutive games. So, wow. Yeah, yeah, they've really been able to bounce back well. Obviously, they haven't lost back-to-back games in the playoffs. Um, Golden State, you know, they kind of did what I expected them to do just based on how they've, they've performed in the past. Uh, Steph Curry especially just always steps up in that situation on the road. The series kind of on the line. They don't want to go down three to one. And, I mean, he just comes through. So that's that's kind of why I went with them uh, in my projection for the last game. And, uh, I mean, I don't expect anything from him to slow down. But 
uh, I do think that Boston will play very well tonight. So, yeah, it should be a phenomenal game. I, it is, it is fantastic. So yeah, can't wait. well, let's break it down a little bit. Uh, we've got a, a golden state favored by four. So Vegas has really been steady, man. They like, Hey, yeah. this is an even series. Whoever's home, they're going to be a three or four point favorite period. That's the right. Story. So we're back to that. It's two ten and a half. Again, that hasn't moved a whole lot. Three or four mm-hmm. points, uh, one way or the other. So everything seems status quo. Now we do have three people listed as questionable here. I I personally expect them to play, but let's see as the day goes on here. I mean, it's early Monday morning, so we have to see uh, how this you know happens throughout the day. But Robert Williams. Uh, on the Boston side, and then Porter and Iguodala on the Golden State side. So we'll see, you know, what those two, you know, what those three guys look like. I think they'll be part of what's going on. I totally expect that, um, you know, without question. What What do you guys think on uh, those three? Are, are you counting them in in your initial projections, uh, Crash? Yeah, I feel like throughout the playoffs, we've just seen this where these guys are listed on the injury report and then they always end up playing. So there's a few exceptions, but for the most part, that's been the case. Deb? Yeah, totally, totally agree. They're they're playing. They're playing until their arms and legs fall off. Okay, we got everybody. (laughs) I think everybody's playing. So there you go. That's and that's good. You know, we we got to because in these showdown slates, it's that last guy in that makes a difference half the time. Yeah. All right, let's attack uh, the Boston side first. Uh, let's look at a couple of things, and I'm going to throw it to Deb for her breakdown and what she sees coming here. A lot of what we expected, you know, Tatum almost 43 minutes, and he got up 23 shots, uh, had the ancillary stats. I mean, just yeah, DFS, you know, stud without question. Um, Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart both played right almost 40 minutes, got up 19 and 18 shots. So they stayed very active offensively. Mm -hmm. And then um, Derek White uh, getting 12 shots up in 35 and a half minutes. So, you know, what we kept talking about really started to show here is you know, going small, playing white the extra minutes. Uh, we predicted that correctly, but putting the right combination of guys together correctly is always the difficult part. And yeah. then, you know, you've got um, Horford and Williams. And the amazing thing is Williams actually played more minutes than Horford, which, yeah. you know, that's got to be the lead part of our discussion. Horford played 28 mm-hmm. and uh, Williams played 31 and a half. That's probably the most minutes he's played this season. Yeah. Uh, so that's something I want to address immediately. And then really, other than those six, hardly anybody played at all. Grant Williams and, and Peyton Pritchard for a cup of coffee. But I guess we're down to six guys, Deb. Let us. How do you see this playing out? Same rotation? We are. Yeah, absolutely. I don't see them going away from it. I think um, they um, – I think they're finding a rotation they like. I think Robert Williams, I was happy to see him playing that 31 minutes. I'm, I'm thinking that means he's getting stronger. Um, so I don't see that changing either. I think he brings a lot to the table um, when he plays. Um, the, the defense is just unreal. I mean, the way he's able to challenge yeah. those shots and redirect those shots. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I think, I think they go similar. I do think that, uh, you know, Williams playing the extra minutes is affecting Horford. Horford seems to be the forgotten guy um, in this one, Uh, you know, very different from the previous series um, where he's just, I mean, he only took six shots in the last one. And, um, you know, I just, I don't know if it's because of, uh, you know, Draymond Green and his, his defense and just overall, just the, the way that, uh, Golden State's defense operates, but he doesn't seem to be able to get free for that three-pointer as much um, as he was in the previous series. And, uh, you know, even his rebounds are down a little bit. So, um, you know, between Tatum and Brown, I still see Tatum continuing to get more shots, continuing to get more ancillaries. I mean, I think you said it in in an earlier pod, Coach, that he's really the, the, the point guard effectively. 
Oh, you know, no the ball's doubt. in his hands all the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so I see it playing out pretty similarly in terms of um, shot selection. I think Tatum will still get the most. I think you'll have Brown getting second most and Smart coming in there. You know, Derek White's the the interesting one. He is absolutely getting the minutes. They're absolutely relying on him. Um, I don't see that changing. No. Um, but I also don't see him having um, the kind of games that he had in the last series. And I think, again, that's due to the – you know, the Golden State defense. There's a reason that they're, you know, that they were number one defensively or they were. Yeah, yeah. Golden State uh, was two and Boston was one. Okay, two. Yeah, I mean, I just, I think Derek White, he's not, you know, he's not able to, he took 12 shots. He made made four of them. So he's going to be, he's going to be an important part of the game. He's certainly that sixth guy. Um, You know, I just don't know when you look across at the Golden State side, you know, comparing him to like a pool at this point, who's also coming up, you know, who you you end up looking at. But um, but he's certainly uh, getting the minutes to be playable. No doubt. Uh, let's get your take on Boston. We'll we'll switch and do both at the same time here rather than flipping to Golden State because, I mean, this this is a key. I mean, the, the thing about this is it's it's not like when we're going over other games and you're finding the right guys. I mean, yeah. you got to go so deep here because you can't make a mistake on the last guy anywhere or in right. these showdowns, you're dead. Yeah. So what do you think about Boston, uh, Crash? Um, it's been my experience that every time that Boston loses, Tatum comes in, just, you know, balls to the wall, he's on fire and, and he just goes and kills it, especially in the first half. So I definitely like Tatum tonight. Um, he's my top play from Boston, obviously. And, and I also, I, I kind of, I don't disagree with Deb necessarily on Derek White, but I kind of feel like he's going to be a key play. Um, we've seen with Marcus Smart, will he'll have a couple good games and then he'll fall off. And I think this might be a game where he regresses a little bit. So I like Derek White a little bit to step up. Um, and then Jalen Brown, I mean, he's just solid. You can always count on him. Uh, I would lean more towards Tatum, but I don't have any problem with Brown. And then Derek White would probably be the two main guys I'm looking at from Boston. So. Yeah, and, you know, <clears throat> a couple interesting takes. You know, if, if you watch back to when we did the preview podcast of, of this uh, final series, that's a frustrating part for me because, you know, again, we're we're always completely, you know, transparent here at Coach mm-hmm. Talk. And I have not had a really strong uh, series DFS-wise. I mean, my takes have been there but I'm missing on the last guy in or so that's why I keep harping on it. But, you know, I, I, I stayed at the beginning of the uh, series. I felt like what I saw from the coach and what I saw from the player was that Derek white was now going to be one of the key pieces for Boston. And I felt he'd play 30, 35 minutes a game when other Mm -hmm. people didn't think he would. My problem is I thought it would be in lieu of, uh, just Robert Williams and Al uh, Horford. I thought oh, yeah. that they would go small. And y- you know what? Uh, that has happened. However, what I didn't expect is for Marcus Smart to continue to get the amount of minutes that he's getting mm-hmm. when Grant Williams, or I mean, Derek White is getting those. So right. I feel like I hit that correctly. Uh, but you know, the combination of guys that, that are in there have been a little bit tricky. But I do think Derek White at his price, I mean, you can't buy all the expensive guys. So, mm-hmm. you know, White's price is up a little bit. But, you know, is he worth it with one rebound and one assist? If he only had one rebound and one assist in 35 and a half minutes, yeah, that's a concern. Because if you're yeah. talking, he's going to be point dependent, then maybe he's not the greatest place to go to. Right. Um, right. And that's, that's my concern with him. Yeah, and I agree with what Deb said. I think uh, none of us really anticipated that Robert Williams would take on a 31-and-a-half-minute mm-hmm. game because the coach yeah. has told us throughout this series he's going to be limited to 15, 20 minutes. And right. the first three games he played like 15, 20 minutes. So obviously he's feeling better. I think it's because they've had these massive gaps of yeah. days. Mm-hmm. I mean – before it was you had a game, your day off, you had a game, your day off. I mean, there were no breaks. Now it's like game, two days off, game, three days off. So 
yeah. you know, these guys that are dinged up are really healing up. So, you know, long story short here, I'm, I'm back on a hundred percent on the Robert Williams uh, mm-hmm. train here. And, you know, it's not okay. The guy had one good game. Let's jump on. He really didn't. He only took three shots. Yeah. I mean, if, if he gets six shots and can hit those 12 rebounds, four assists, two blocks, a steal, you know, he's going to get some defensive stats. Some stocks are going to be there. So I think Robert Williams just shines like a star here. And, you know, it makes me fade Horford because it, here's mm-hmm. the thing. We we somewhat overrated Horford coming into this because he hit a million threes against Milwaukee. And nobody right. knows more than Crash. Milwaukee couldn't guard the three-point line to save their life this year. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of those were puffed-up stats. And then in the last series, they, the defense that they played, they, they did not have the same uh, interior defense. They used a, a different set of circumstances with uh, Miami, and yeah. it gave Horford a little bit more freedom, even though his stats came down. So long story short for me again here, it's Tatum seems unfadeable. I wish I could get Jalen Brown in. Playing both of them last time was great, but I just didn't mm-hmm. have the cheap guys correctly. Robert Williams is my next guy up, and then I think if you – can go cheap. I think Derek White's the spot to go. So that's how I'm yeah. looking at Boston. And I'm uh, just to just to summarize for where I am. I am uh, Tatum, Williams, and um, Smart. For okay. My three. Okay. And I really mm-hmm. like Williams um, as captain on DK. Okay. Well, Tatum, Williams, and Smart combined for 60 shots last game. So yeah. if you can get that, Deb, from those three you're going to be in good shape because they mm-hmm. the team only took 85. Those three guys took 60 of them. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're all in the same place for the most part. I like, I like Tatum Williams and white, but I still like Williams as well. So. Okay. Yep. Awesome. All right. Let's shift to the golden state warriors uh, crash. Why don't you do your deal here? What do you got on golden state? Um, I mean, obviously Curry to me, he's still the top play on the slate. I would prefer him over Tatum personally. He's just, I mean, he's been the best player in the series. He would be he the final MVP so far, obviously. By a mile. Uh, and yeah. he had his best game in game four uh, 43 points, 10 rebounds, four assists, 14 of 26 from the field, seven for 14 from three, 64 DraftKings points. He's just been unreal. He's not uh, human. I, I could not fade him. There's no way I could fade him in any format. So we can just move on from him, I think. Um, I, I think Wiggins is my second favorite player. He does more peripheral wise than Clay Thompson. Uh, Clay's going to have to score 40 points basically to, to have the kind of night uh, to break the slate. So I, I think Wiggins would be my second favorite option. I like Jordan Poole coming off the bench. He had that strong game in game two last time they were in, in San Francisco and Gold State. And, um, and I like him. Um, it's a little bit of a value option. Uh, he's 5,800 in the flex on DraftKings. I like that price. And then um, I like Gary Payton also for value. Uh, we only need 15 to 20 fantasy points from him. That's about what he's been getting in his better games in this series. And uh, that's kind of what I'm looking from him, you know, for, for him to score tonight. So that, that would be my top um, three would be uh, Curry, Wiggins, and Poole, and then value with, with Payton. I think Draymond will regress a little bit. He kind of got a fire lit under him coming off the bench in that last game. So I think he'll regress just a little bit, uh, but still play decently. So that's my take on Golden State. Okay. Deb, what do you got? Yeah, very similar take. Um, Far and away Curry. And I do favor Curry um, slightly over Tatum. Okay. So if I have to make a choice between the two, I'm going Curry. Um, He just... He's just playing on a whole different level. Um, And uh, we keep joking about, you know, how he's got, you know, from a physical standpoint, like no, no right to be uh, uh, excelling like he is. It's it's amazing. So, yeah. So um, Curry, uh, very, very similar to uh, to Crash. Um, I really like Wiggins is number two. He's just been solid. 
Um, and he's going to be in there and getting the minutes and getting defensive stats as well. Um, and at a fair price point in that range, you know, there's a, there's a bunch of guys in that range, both on both sides. And I think he, he comes out pretty favorable. Um, and then pool again, pool's price is still down. He showed the last game, um, that he can play and he could be valuable. So I think the coach goes, you know, trusts him and goes back to that. Um, I know his defense is a bit of an issue, but they mm-hmm. need that. They need that offense, and um, so I think he uh, he's a nice plug in there. I think he's taking the minutes away from Peyton, and I think he'll play more again as long as he's getting his shot in. Um, and then uh, I, I do differ a little bit on Draymond. I think um, you know he's been he's sort of been harassed. He's been embarrassed. Yeah. Now he's back home. He's going to have the crowd behind him. So I think um, you know the environment that he was in in Boston was really tough to play in. Um, they, you know, I mean, you know, on the, on the broadcast, they just talked about how crazy it was that they were benching him, but how, mm-hmm. you know, how, how basically, you know, uh, bold it was of Kerr right. to do that. And, uh, yeah, you know, agreed, but it worked. And then he came back, you know, fired up at the end. So I think he's going to be fired up in, in this game and to show, you know, the Boston fans how he can help his team to win. So I like him, uh, you know, he's a little lower price than, than some of the other guys like, uh, uh, Wiggins and Smart and and even Horford, so um, he may be the guy that I that I fill in there. Yeah, yeah. You know, I have a tendency to agree with that. You know, I think Kerr Kerr is one of the best coaches in the league, and I mm-hmm. think he truly just, you know, Green was in a combustible situation there, and I think he just tried to diffuse it as best he could and get him to a point where you know they could get him out of Boston and let him you know, relax at home and that, you know, the, the home crowd's going to be highly behind him. So that is a, a big component to this game. I, I agree with you, but you know, he was one for seven from the field in 33 minutes. Um, so, you know, that's not great, but I agree. I I'm going to be pro Draymond tonight. And I know a lot of people are going to say why, you know, he's had just a horrible season. He's still, has more fouls than points. Points, I know. And that's like a, a craziest stat ever. But <clears throat> here's where I see him coming out of it. One, everything said Deb said plus. I mean, mm-hmm. he's a very proud individual and on his home court with his home fans, you know, the fact that he was able to grab nine rebounds, have eight assists, four steals. I mean, that's yeah. those are some ancillaries that and if he makes a few more buckets, I think his price has come down to the point where I think he's a key component to this game. And so I'm going to, I'm going to be on him. Um, I, I think he's in the right scenario here. Curry, let's face it. Curry's right now to the spot that we keep talking about Luca, Joker, Giannis. I mean, he's just a, a step above everybody. There's nobody on the court that is in his league right now. So mm-hmm. how you can fade Curry here, I just don't see how you can do it. So I'm with you there. Um, Wiggins has been the steadiest, most consistent, safest, best cash play for DFS players throughout this series. He leads them in minutes every game. He played 43 and a half minutes again, and wow. he's doing a little bit of everything. He's scoring. He's hitting some threes. And he's crashing the glass like nobody's business. I mean, 16 rebounds. Right. I know that's going to regress, but mm-hmm. his minutes are just fantastic. The The places I that have been my pitfalls is trying to find the cheap guy to plug in there from Golden State. And it really does bite you. Porter mm-hmm. only played 14 minutes, did nothing. Uh, Peyton played nine minutes, 54, did nothing. Um, you know, for me, how much can I trust Poole? 20 minutes, yes, he's a volume shooter, but he doesn't have enough minutes to get the ancillary numbers. He had one rebound, one assist again. So I'm probably going to steer clear of that. I think I'm going to go back more to Draymond Wiggins. But Clay Thompson, you know, we're getting in Clay territory, game fives, game sixes, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. At home, he played Almost 41 minutes. He did get up 17 shots, yep. made four threes. He's probably going to go under-owned again, and rightfully so. But this could be one of those games where he drops 35 real points, too. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he's out of it. But 
My dilemma is this. I don't like any of the scrubs on either team. <laughs> so I'm wondering if we could, if I could get a salary increase for my lineup. Yeah, really. <laughs> so what gives here? So that's, that's my yeah, big that's final that, question. That plays yeah. into uh, Deb's little uh, Captain Robert Williams play. And, and it could it be. work, but- yeah. I, I'm saying on the full, let's look at the full picture here real quickly here. And you guys both give me a couple of candidates here. If I'm building my lineup and I don't want to play Peyton, I don't want to play Bielitsa, I don't really even want to play Poole, and I do not want to play Grant Williams or Peyton Pritchard, okay? So that leaves me with six Celtics and six or seven, that leaves me with six Warriors. Can I make a lineup with those 12 guys? Now, granted, if, if I do, who do I sit? Tatum? Curry? I mean, I, you can't play them both and not play one of those scrubs. So do you find a way to fit both of those guys in? And if you do, my question is, who's the cheap guy? So on the spot here for all of our listeners – I need you guys to coach me up on what am I going to do here? Uh, so Crash, you can what do you think. Yeah, I just tried it. You can make a lineup with all those guys except for Tatum. Um, you know the uh, Clay Wiggins, um, Curry so would be the guy with, out if I'm yeah, going to go that yeah, way. Yeah, with Williams at captain. Yeah, yeah. You okay. saying Tatum would be the guy out? Yeah, Tatum would be That's the right. guy who did it that way. Yeah, exactly. so that's probably the way to go. Get, yeah, I don't think you can get there um, with Tatum unless you go to a Peyton or something like that. No, you can't. Yeah. No. So, so that's probably the key. If 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 we really don't want to, personally, if I don't want to go down to any of those guys that could get 10 minutes and, and bomb, is the sacrifice is going to be Tatum, probably. Yeah, so. Yeah. yeah, the only other, yeah, that's exactly right. The sacrifice is Tatum. And yeah. uh, Any other angle, Deb? No, you can, but you can do it with a couple of different guys on top. Hey, we yeah. have a guest. We have a guest in the background. I can Uh-oh. see him. <laughs> hey, who do you like? Ask him, who should we fade? <laughs> he'll, he'll know. Do we fade Tatum or do we fade Curry? I fade Tatum. He fades Tatum. Okay. There you go. Well, the Oracle has spoken. <laughs> you didn't think you'd get four opinions on this show. That's right. Bonus. <laughs> Bonus. Bonus. So Tatum's the odd man out for for our squad. Now, just because I'm doing that, let's hear your two strategies. Are you going with the cheaper guy? It sounds like Crash may go Peyton and then trying to get both in. What are you doing, Deb? At least right now. Funny, I do have to say, now that all four of us had said fade Tatum, (laughs) you know know Tatum's going to be the top guy on the slate today. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah, I am. I am going with a mid-range guy, either either Green or Williams as my captain, and okay, then okay. able to able to make it work without any of the cheap guys. And and with Tatum and out, Tatum. either Green or Williams is is, is the uh, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, Crash, it's so tough. It, what you're sticking with Porter? Porter or I mean yeah. uh, Peyton. Peyton. <laughs> no. Um, it's so tough because one thing I've noticed is, you know, just having like a 38 point score versus a 34 can make all the difference in the world. Absolutely. You know, so on these showdown slates, it's just crazy. So it's really tough. Um, I want to go with Curry as my captain and, you know, play Tatum too, but then you do have to go down to the values, you know, type plays, Grant Williams, the, the Gary Payton's a second, um, Peyton Pritchard's those kind of guys. So it's I, I'm starting to second guess myself a little bit on my strategy here. So I might end up going with a, a Wiggins as captain or Williams or something like that. So I mean, it's really the only strategies are you go stars and scrubs and hope some of your scrubs get in there. Yeah, or you sacrifice one of the big boys and and use go your captain down. as one of the you know, mid-price guys. I mean, that's really what it's come down to. I don't see any other path to victory uh, other than those two strategies. So it's not easy. These showdown slates are way tougher 
than yeah. the others. There's no doubt. Yeah, I think didn't the winning lineup last time have Williams as the captain? The last Robert time? Williams. Yeah. Yeah. I think it did. It did. Yeah. It did. So. All right, so that's that gives you our feel, our strategies, how we're looking at it. And, you know, now that we've had a good four-game sample size, I mean, we know what we're going to get. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of how you're going to, you know, combine that and, and get that, it done. Yeah, and that's a DraftKings thing, right? That, Correct. I mean, yeah, we're not yeah. talking about for FanDuel and Yahoo that we're going to have to put those guys a captain. FanDuel and Yahoo is a complete captain. Yeah. So, you, yeah. you, you can't um, – now, I will say this, though. On FanDuel, the reason I bulked them all together is, no, you don't have to use a Williams or or Draymond or anything, a captain on FanDuel and Yahoo, but you still have to eliminate one of the big boys. Yeah. If you don't want to – I mean, you either go stars and scrubs or you, you know, eliminate a Tatum again or whatever the case may be, and then you can go captain, you know, Curry, second guy, Wiggins, whatever, you know, and, and mm-hmm. make a strong lineup that way. But, you know, it's either it's either or. I mean, if you're going to if you really do want to go, you know, which I've done and it hasn't been successful, though, that's why I'm, I'm changing yeah. strategies, though. Yeah. I've, a lot of times I'll go Tatum, Curry, uh, Brown, and then two Slamuchis from down the street. And what happens mm-hmm. is. You know, I'm not getting Bielitsa or Poole or Porter or, you know, it's just it's impossible. So, you know, we're going to shift strategies here a little bit on my side and see if it works. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. How about prize picks? Uh Uh, By the way, they're a presenting sponsor. I would also like to say this. If you want more of this wonderful information and you want to enjoy the input from these phenomenal people of Crash and Deb, Join us at DFS Coach Talk. All you have to do, go to DFSCoachTalk.com. You can sign up for any of our memberships, even as little as a three-day for 10 bucks. You get all access of everything we've got, and that's NBA, MLB, PGA right now. It's the U.S. Open this week. Uh, we've got some hot NASCAR stuff going on, MMA, UFC. I never know what which one's which, but they're both, to me, the... They both count the same. And uh, we got all that. So come and join us. You get all our Discord, all our lineups. We do a clipboard or a core for DraftKings. Full lineups on Yahoo and FanDuel. And we're in there in Discord constantly watching the weather, checking out things that that we need to follow for the game. So let us do the homework for you. Uh, Check out our podcast in front of the paywall every day. And then just uh, sign up with us. Give us a try at DFS Coach Talk. And you get a, a you know a free one-on-one session with any of our pros here to talk strategy. So when you become a member, that's part of your membership. We'll really work on contest selection, bankroll management, all the pieces that can help you be a consistent, sustainable winner in DFS over the long haul. And that's what we're all shooting for. Yeah. All right. Prize picks. Uh, Deb, you want to go first? You got it. All right, so let's see what we got today. Turnovers were not on there yet. I was very disappointed. And turn and your man Tatum had six, by the way. Exactly, right? So yep, once yep. again, so unless I refresh and it's on there, because it was not on there this morning. Let's see. Yeah, sometimes they add stuff Yeah, late. exactly. So I'm going to be looking for it. But in the meantime, um, in the meantime, my first one, because this has been doing real well for us, um, is Golden State Warriors starters over one half of a three throw in the first six minutes? They've been okay. killing that. So all they yep. need, all they need, is one free throw shot in the first six minutes. Yeah, that seems like a an easy attainable goal. Yeah. I like that one half. Yeah, because I've got I've got the same prop and I've got point five. Yeah, point five, one half. Yeah, sorry, a half, a half. half. Point okay, five, yeah, and yeah. Half. Yeah. half and 0.5 are I, usually the same. Yeah. <laughs> math class after Today's math class brought to you by Mr. <laughs> by picks. I have it at point, uh, six, three, two. Oh, well, yeah. in that case, forget it. I'm not... <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm taking Steph Curry over 30 and a half points. Um, I think he goes. Honestly, I think he might go for 50 tonight. 
50 oh, real points. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's all? Just 50 real points? Just 50 real points, yeah. Oh, call and get the record it now so you can post it when he pops 50. <laughs> I'm going to go on the absolute opposite end of the world. My dude only needs six and a half. I'm going Draymond Green over six and a half points, also known as 6.5. Just so yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, if I'm going to play Draymond and I can't get six and a half points out of him for the whole game in a game five in Golden State, I mean, yeah. yeah. So, there you go. That's my first. Deb, what do you got for pick two? We'll give two, we'll give two each today. All right. I've got uh, Robert Williams over seven and a half rebounds. Again, if I'm putting him in that captain spot, he better get me some rebounds. Oh, you need him to do it all for sure. <laughs> Mr. Crash. All right. Um, I'm going to go with a different one, but I wanted to do one just to show I know math. But <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Clay Thompson over 19 and 8 16 points, but I'm just going to say – uh, Jason Tatum over 22 and a half, uh, 22 first half fantasy score. Um, so okay. he's been over that number in all but one of his last five games going back to the Eastern Conference Finals. He's averaging 28 fantasy points in the first half in his last five games. So really nice. comes out strong and then I guess kind of fades because he hasn't been going 50, 60 fantasy points in these games. So he must fade in the second half. So interesting. It makes perfect sense. Um, I'm going to go Derek White over two rebounds because I think he gets 30, 35 minutes. And really, you know, you don't have to even box out. The ball could bounce your way a couple times, you know? Yeah, just ask Andrew Wiggins about that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, 16 rebounds. Yeah. It's just, you know, sometimes that happens. And if you only need two of them, you know, you tell me any guy in the NBA is going to play 30 minutes. Almost anybody, even point guards, I, I would hope they can get two rebounds. Yeah, yeah. Wiggins, <laughs> Wiggins feels like a trap. He's at six and a half rebounds. I don't know if you guys saw that, but that. Feels oh my like gosh! That. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's probably a good underplay. It really is. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, let's finish up the basketball portion of this wonderful podcast with our picks for the game. Uh, we've been pretty steadily on our picks. We should. We should be playing uh, playing the game bets, I think, has been our hottest side. Yeah, I wish we could play those. I can't play those in Arkansas. I don't know if you guys can. but No, me neither. Yeah. Can you, Deb? Can you do part of stuff? Oh, I, yeah, I know. Kind yeah. Of fun. yeah. All right, Deb, what do you got? Yeah, I think Golden State back at home, I think they, uh, I think they take another one. And I you think the score... score What's that? You got a score for us? Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with 108, 106. Okay, close. close one. Yeah, I'm going with a close one as well. I'm gonna go Golden State 111, Boston 110. Nice. Hey, okay. wow. I'm gonna go Golden State as well. We always pick the same sides here, but like I say, we've been right on it, and I have Golden yeah. State winning the series, so I can't go from them now. But uh, I'm I think Golden State wins one one ten one hundred. I'm gonna say by ten. I think they step up. I think Draymond steps up. I, Curry's just on another planet right now, so I think uh, it's gonna be a, a tougher test, but. You know, you know, we've said it all along. But beware, Boston. Those they never lose, lose two in a row. They lose back to back. So buyer beware on that one for right. sure. So if we're going to see trends, it. Then Boston yeah. probably is the play. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think be interesting so. to see if that streak gets broken. March, you said, right? March. It's a big streak. And they're getting four on top of it. So. Yeah, I was going to say they're getting four. So Deb and I both picked them to cover. Uh, if we were looking at it from a Vegas standpoint. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. All right. Outstanding. Um, anything else? Any final words, Deb? Because I know you're going to take off and do your stuff now and get ready for the game. No, I think I'm going to go play that parlay. Let's do yeah. it. <laughs> Big money tonight. Definitely. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I think, uh, who is it? Uh, Mike S. in Discord predicted today's going to be a big fantasy day for Coach Talk. So, 
Hey, oh, beautiful. All take, right. All right. Here we go. Take yeah. takedowns. I can't wait to listen to the MLB podcast to, you know, hear what to play there as well. So and, and yeah. remember, if Tatum completely burns us, it's Deb's husband's fault. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> His 10 second yeah. appearance on screen. That's right. He's now on the on the hook. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Deb. All right, guys. All right, Deb. Have a great one. See ya. Bye. And now if you're interested in the baseball side of things, I, uh, I'm i going to switch uh, one thing on here so you don't have to look at the extra lines. There you go. Uh, now we're going to dive right into this awesome MLB slate. So we'll make sure and put the timestamp on there for uh, anybody that wants to click off or if you want to catch baseball, we are diving straight into this. So exciting, exciting uh lineup tonight i'm so fired up for this lineup of games uh we've got one game that looks extremely uh questionable and that's chicago white Sox at the detroit uh, tiger yeah that game is the one i'm not counting in my initial projections just because i think it's that shaky the one that we'll watch throughout the day and it's really mainly because it's just in washington and they're Mm -hmm. the quirkiest ever of canceling games it's Atlanta and Washington. There's supposed to be a few pop-up storms, but not much. But if anything does happen there, uh, we'll keep everybody posted. But for now, uh, you know, maybe a sprinkle in, in Chicago for the San Diego game. But I really think Detroit's really our only uh, fear right now. So are you on the same page with that, Crash? Yeah, yeah, definitely looks like Detroit's the biggest concern. Um, the games with the the Cubs and the Nationals to a lesser degree, but I will say it is Washington, so we're gonna have to be careful because they're notorious for you know, you know, messing everyone's night up because they cancel yeah. a game when it shouldn't have been canceled. So exactly, and there's there's nothing worse than taking goose eggs like that. That is right. the worst, for sure. No doubt. But we do have a massive slate, and it's the same. Uh, all starting at 7.05 p.m. Eastern, the mm-hmm. same main slate for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo. And boy, does that make our life a lot easier. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, especially coming off the weekends when there's 15 slates and different games in every one of them. So mm-hmm. we've got a good, strong look at it all. So we're going to do it as we normally do. We'll go over some payups, some fades. We'll take a look at... Uh, our HR calls, stacks, which we forgot the other day, which is, yeah. is hilarious, prize picks, and, and all of that stuff. So, again, uh, I want to thank our presenting sponsor for both of these podcasts, uh, both the NBA and MLB, and that is Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com, sign up with promo code Coach Talk, all one word, no space. And on your first deposit, they'll match you dollar for dollar all the way up to $100. Uh, also, if you're watching on YouTube, and you're staying with us for the second part or just tuning in for the baseball side, this is the time to hit that thumbs up. That is very, very important to us on YouTube. That helps us move up the algorithm and get the word out to more people. And if you'd hit that thumbs up, subscribe, hit the subscribe button, and then click that little alarm in the upper corner. That will give you an alert anytime any of our podcasts post. And we're putting up podcasts every day for baseball, our NBA podcast, PGA, uh, U.S. Open this week. It's going to be a really uh, jam-packed, fun week here. And then on the weekend, we get NASCAR, and UFC, and MMA, and all that stuff involved as well. So come join us at Coach Talk. We would love to have you without question. All right, sir. Pri- uh, pay up pitcher. Always a tough one to say yeah. uh, on this slate. You got a ton of choices. Uh, where are you going to go today? I'm going to go with Alec Manoa. He's 10-8 on FanDuel, 9,800 on DraftKings. He's up uh, at home against the Baltimore Orioles. They have the seventh highest strikeout rate. They've scored the seventh fewest runs per game. Uh, Manoa has a quality start in all but one of his 11 starts this year. And he went up against Baltimore uh, last year, last October, uh, towards the end of the year. And he pitched seven innings, allowed one run and had 10 strikeouts. So mm. I like the matchup for him. They do have a couple bats in Ryan Mountcastle and Cedric Mullins that have had some su- success against him. But yeah. for the most part, he's held their lineup in check uh, in a small sample size. But, you know, he has held their lineup in check. So I just feel like he's a safer option. 
um, than Sandy Alcantara against the Phillies or even Aaron Nola. I think he can get hit a little bit against Miami in a more hitter-friendly park in this kind of you know time of year, especially with the weather. Uh, the ball's been flying out of late. So, yeah, yeah, and Nola definitely can give up the home run ball. Yeah, and you know, this is an interesting slate though because. You know, yesterday there were a ton of pitchers that I was wanting to roster. Mm-hmm. And our guys actually came through for us with a nice SP1 and SP2 and uh, really helped us cash in a lot of things. But today it's like, you know, is there anybody worth yeah. that payup? And, you know, it's very odd because we, we give our picks. I don't want, I'm not going to force a payup here. Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't want to pay up for Alcantara, Nola, or Manoa. I just, I don't feel like they're the right spots. And part of the reason that I don't want to go Manoa is because I think he's going to be so ridiculously chalky. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, 7-1 and one with a one eight one ERA against a Baltimore team, yeah. uh, I think seems obvious. And I'm, I'm not dogging your pick. I think it's a great pick. It's just there's two things in play here. Number one, you know, as good as Manoa is, uh, there has been a string of games here where he hasn't had a massive amount of strikeouts. Mm -hmm. And that concerns me. Four and five in the last two games, you know, he had a decent one against the Angels, but then he had four, four, three. And that's just, you know, to pay that kind of money for a guy that I don't know how many strikeouts he's going to get. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, his, his FanDuel scores have been decent. He's the safest play. I think everybody's going to have him in cash. But that's going to be my stand today is I'm not going to play Manoa. Some of it's because of le- leverage. So shout yeah. out to Mike S. That's their luck charm. Uh, I just am going to go elsewhere. And, and I'll give you another reason why I feel that. Baltimore's a better hitting team than people realize. They have some good young hitters. They're starting to come together. Hitting wise, yeah. Even though they're you know nine games under five hundred, Baltimore now with the change of the fences is a hard place to hit. Right. And it's it went from just a you know you could pop a, a home run over that little fence there, like nobody's business, to being a monster. And you know the fact that they can stack up Mullins, Mancini, Santander, Hayes, Mountcastle, the rookie uh, Rutschman who hasn't gotten quite going yet at catcher. Odor's finding a little bit of more in his career. And you've got lefties against Manoa in Mullins, Santander, Rutschman, Odor. So I think he's a safe play, but Mm -hmm. I am not going to spend up. I'm going to go with two mid-price pitchers today and load up on the bats. Okay. So you feel like playing in Toronto, it's an advantage to Baltimore bats? Absolutely, Baltimore right now. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I would. I think I would rather. There are several homers. I'm sorry. Several outs in the outfield in Baltimore this season that would have been homers in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's that's fair. my theory there. And again, you know, you're going to be with 75 percent of the general public, and it makes sense. And if he happens to throw a 10 strikeout game and right. get a 60 burger, then I'm done. But mm-hmm. if he strikes out three and gives up a couple of homers and gets 25 at, you know, 80% ownership or some insanity, then I think I can find some pitchers that can get similar numbers and mm-hmm. give me all that extra bank for my hitters. Okay. That's fair. That's, you know, you got to take. So you're not going to go with a payup option is what you're saying, basically. So, right. So I'm passing on my payup and I'll give two, uh, two neutral guys here as far as value, if you want to call it that. Okay. So do you, uh, do you want uh, to give me your value and then I'll throw my two value slash plays in there? Yes. Double SP2 today. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Josiah Gray. Now we will have to keep an eye on the weather like we were talking about with Washington. Uh, But he's 9,200 on FanDuel, 8,900 on DraftKings. Going up against Atlanta, which doesn't sound like the most favorable matchup, but they have had the second highest strikeout rate. Right. He he faced them earlier in Atlanta. 
this year, and he pitched five shutout innings and he struck out five for 36 fantasy points. Yeah. And he had struggled in a start against the uh, Dodgers. And then the last two starts, he pitched five shutout innings and struck out six in Miami. And then, um, six shutout innings and only allowed one run and struck out nine for 52 fantasy points in a yep. start before that. So he's bounced back a little bit since that start against the Dodgers, which a lot of people are going to struggle against the Dodgers. So I'm not too concerned about that. So the main concern here would be the weather. Uh, if yep. that holds up, I do like gray at under nine K on DraftKings. I like it. I'm going to go on the opposite side of that game. Uh, I'm going to go with Ian Anderson. I know he's given up some runs. He's given up mm-hmm. some homers this year, but I don't respect that Washington team. I mean, I, I of course, you know, they have a superstar uh, there. And, yeah. you know, it goes without saying he's, he's one of the best hitters in the game. But, you know, once if you can get past him and hold him down at just a couple hits, not bombs, mm-hmm. um, you know, obviously Nelson Cruz isn't the same player. I mean, he's probably a breath away from retirement and they just have a lot of triple a double a kind of guys in that lineup i just i think that anderson can settle in you know he's not pitched terribly he's Mm -hmm. just you know he's given up you know some some hits and things like that but and a couple of homers but all in all you know he's had uh, a few (laughs) difficult matchups and uh you know i think he gets a little bit better one here i mean yeah he did you know, he did face Oakland and Colorado in the last two games. So you would say that's a fairly favorable matchups, but he scored 37 and 36. I think he can do the same thing with a Washington team that I would consider is somewhere in that Oakland and Colorado level. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he had a, a little tougher outings earlier in the season, but not horrible against Boston and the Mets, you know, a few of those teams that were decent. So yeah. You know, his he's not going to strike out the world, probably six, seven strikeouts, but that would be plenty for me. Uh, again, you know, when I can get Ian Anderson at 89, where people are going to be paying 10-8 for Manoa, mm-hmm. you know, we got an extra $2,000 worth of money for hitting when I think they may have similar stats uh, when it's all said and done. Yeah, I think they're better against lefties, too, because they crushed Aaron Ashby and Eric yes. Lauer, but they struggled against Jason Alexander yesterday. So I'm with yeah. you 100%. I agree completely. Uh, the other spot I'm going to go, and it's it's weird because uh, he hurt me so bad that last outing, and I had him everywhere, and he's he hasn't pitched great either. And I'm going to go back to Christian Javier. Mm. I, I know it's shaky, but it's in Texas. That's not the easiest park to hit at, hit right. it out. Uh, Texas has a few guys in that lineup that are not good. Yes, they're starting to get production from their half a billion dollar, you know, infield uh, up yeah. the middle. But um, I just, I think Javier can get his, you know, six innings. He's got knocked out early two games in a row. Uh, but I think he'll get back to, you know, a six inning six, seven strikeout game, get us at low 30s. And so I'm just looking, you know, give me low 30s for my two pitchers, Mm -hmm. uh, cheaper than the really expensive guys. And Javier's price isn't as cheap, um, certainly, as Anderson, but it's still going to save you a lot of bucks on on Alcantara, Nola, and Manoa. So that's the direction I'm going today. It's a little contrarian. Uh, and if I have some courage, I'm going to watch, uh, you know, things through the day because uh, if, uh, you know, the weather doesn't change, I may go Josiah Gray with you mm-hmm. to go with Anderson and back to back and hopefully like a two, one game. That's a possibility because he's much cheaper. Um, you know, and then I'm going to nibble around with a couple of these other guys, uh, depending on when I see lineups and what comes out, but, the bottom line is I believe I'm going to have pitchers that can score right with those top three price guys and have about an extra three, $4,000 for hitting. Okay. I like that. Yeah. A little um, bit different. All right. Yeah. Who's your fade pitcher, sir? Uh, it's going to be all contra. He's 11, uh, three on FanDuel, 10, two on DraftKings. He's just too expensive, tough matchup. Philly, 
other than yesterday when I don't know what happened against Arizona, they had won nine of their last 10 games. And yeah, it's just, I don't want to go there. There's no way. So Alcantara is my fade. Yeah. And I'm going to fade Nola. I mean, he's given up some bomb city lately. I know Miami's mm-hmm. not the best hitting team, but since they got Aguilera back, they're, they're hitting better. Yeah. And their, their home run uh, possibilities and, ball flies out of that park in Philly, man. You, right. you know, I still keep thinking about that Tucker home run from like three days ago. That's <laughs> one, like one handed. Yeah. And it went into like the third or fourth row. I, it's ridiculous. So right. uh, I just, I don't trust any pitcher right there and it's going to be nicer, you know, nice weather too. So mm-hmm. uh, that's, that's my fade pitcher. All right. How about BVP? What do you have, sir? I'm actually going to go with a little bit of a value play here, at least on FanDuel, or he's only 2,600. It's going to be Cole Calhoun. He's 700 yeah. against Christian Javier with seven hits and 10 at-bats, three singles, a double, and three home runs. Yeah. So I like the value. He's 4,300 on DraftKings, so you can probably find better plays at that price on DraftKings. But 26, I like that price on FanDuel. Yeah, and, you know, I just – I've played him a few times because he's a cheaper cleanup hitter. Mm-hmm. And he just has not been good, but I get it. I mean, yeah. his, his BVP is ridiculous. Anytime somebody's batting seven for 10 against somebody, <laughs> right? I mean, it's a joke, but yeah. I'm hoping I mean, that Javier can contain him. Yeah. Mike Trout had similar numbers, though, against Taiwan Walker, and he didn't do anything last night. He didn't so do a thing. Yeah. It shows that it can definitely swing the other way. So, yeah. I'm since I went so contrarian hitting, I'm just going to go chalk pitching. Or, I mean, vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Bryce Harper, you know, 9 for 25, batting 360 against Alcantara. So maybe it's not a completely uh, chalk play because a lot of people are going to play Alcantara, so they won't play Harper. Right. But, you know, four extra base hit. He's homered off him. Plus, he's walked six times. So, again, one of my, one of the things I look for is a good batting average, some extra base hit uh, potential and seeing the ball well against them to walk mm-hmm. as well. So OPS over a thousand, just, you know, Harper is always a, a you know, threat for at least one homer sometimes too. So right. the ball, balls flying in Philly like that. I'm hoping uh, that's uh, where I'm going to get some, some of that extra money that I saved to spend. Yeah. Home run call, sir. Uh, Jordan Alvarez, he's four for nine with a single, two doubles, and a home run against Taylor Hearn. Uh, he's been hitting well against lefties, and I just kind of feel like he's due to hit one uh, today. So, Very good. I'm going to go back to the mighty might. I'm going to go Jose Altuve also against uh, Taylor Hearn. It's three for ten, two extra base hits. He's homered off him, and, uh, you know, just – He's such a spark plug, and and he's he always hits great against the Rangers too for some mm-hmm. reason. So uh, I think Altuve, I'd love to have that quick fourteen points pop up yeah. there on uh, DraftKings, and what is it, eighteen point eight on FanDuel, eighteen point seven on eighteen point seven. Yeah, it pops yeah. up there, and it's like, yes, now let's it's game on. So right, exactly. I'm, I'm not only wanting a homer from, I want it to lead off the game. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it, Coach. All right, my friend, Stacks, which you know we forgot the last time, and right. people almost had a heart attack. They had to call the National Guard. It was a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've already got two of the guys mentioned, so we might as well go with the Houston Stack. I like that against Taylor Hearn. Um, also like Toronto against Kyle Bradish. And then we got to pick on Flexen, I feel like, with Minnesota. Uh, those would be my top three stacks on this slate. Yep, my favorite is is Minnesota uh, against Flexen, two and seven, four thirty five ERA. He's he had some decent starts, but he's due mm-hmm. for a, you know, back to back to back homers for Buxton, Correa, and Polanco kind of thing. I mean, yeah. I can see him get lit up. You know, you got Kepler sitting to probably down in that five hole lefty against uh, Flexen. That's gonna sting, and even down like in the eighth spot, Larnick. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. lefty can pop one out. So, and, and if they DH Miranda and bat him ninth, I mean, yeah. there's no free squares with Minnesota. Right. And I think, uh, I really love that stack. I can go three, four deep, uh, with Minnesota and feel pretty damn good about it. So mm-hmm. 
That is definitely my favorite stack. And then, you know, I agree with you. I, th- I think that uh, Houston's a nice little stack today against Hearn. I mean, Hearn strikes some guys out and everything, right. you know, but, uh, you know, the Houston righties with Altuve and Bregman and Guriel and even Pena, Siri and, and Mel, uh, Maldonado. I mean, they have a lot of guys that can catch up to him. And he, mm-hmm. you know, if he's not completely on his game, uh, he definitely can get roughed up. There's no question about it. So. Yeah. That's where I'm going. Speaking of catch up to, did you see that pitch that Edwin Diaz threw last yes. night? Yes. Ah. 102. How is how can you generate that much power off to a 38 mile oh an hour pitch? Gosh. Yeah. Was it 38? 30. It was uh I think it was or 36. Now. Of course, he was a position pitcher. Yeah. And it was 35 miles an hour. Unbelievable. I that's mean, that's all just stayed up there, and then it just—I mean, that was that was like watching uh, Little League or something. Like I don't even know what that was. That was—I don't know how you generate that much power off a of that thirty-five mile an hour pitch. Yeah, it's almost impossible. You have to be like uh, just so incredibly strong to do yeah. that. Just yeah, that, that was crazy. Who was it that did that again? Who did? Who hit the home run? You know, I can't remember. Oh, it was uh, Higashioka. That's who. It was. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Higashioka. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I I did. I saw that, and I I couldn't believe it. But uh, that's one <laughs> yeah. for the record books, no doubt yeah, about it. Really it was so. Yeah, I want. All right, man. Prize picks. Um. Yeah, prize picks. I'm going with Jordan Alvarez over eight and a half. I got him hitting a home run, so he'll obviously get over that if he does. Uh, but even if he doesn't, I still think he can get over that eight and a half fantasy score. You know, he's one of my favorite players in the league. So mm-hmm. I always love to play him. He's uh, he's just one of the true talents. Now, I hope he keeps it up because he just signed a big fat extension. So <laughs> I'm a little bit afraid. But uh, yeah. yeah. And and since I'm uh, I'm going to go Christian Javier, I'm you know, I know it's risky and it's going to be low owned, but I'll take it. Five and a half strikeouts. I think there's enough strikeouts in that Texas lineup. I think he settles down a little bit in a better ballpark. I'll tell you what, Houston yeah. is, like I say, is is ridiculous. This is this at Houston or at Texas? It's at Texas, but yeah, that's what I thought. I I confused myself for a second because, uh, yeah, like at the point I made. That's why I made that whole point with the Tucker home run and stuff. I just think Javier. Um, I read it wrong here on Prize Picks, but I just think that helps them being in Texas, and some of those bombs, you know, the balls that are are fly regular old fly balls mm-hmm. uh, would get out of Houston. So I I like him here, and the longer he goes, if he can get the six plus innings, I think he gets the five and a half strikeouts. Yeah, and they're in the bottom ten lately in strikeouts, so they've been striking out at a higher rate lately. So I like that. Yeah, they have they have some poor guys at the bottom of that order, no doubt yeah. about it. Um, my other play, I'm a little concerned that you might have it as well, but, uh, it's going to be Chris Flexen under 17 and a half pitching outs. I don't think he gets to that far in the game. Um, I honestly think he'll probably get knocked out around the fourth inning. So, yep. Well, I have Chris Flexen under 24 and a half fantasy score. Okay. So we we sort of have the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just don't think he gets to the mid-20s. I think he gets bombed around. I, I'm predicting he gives up three or four home runs in this game. I really do. I think he gets smacked. Okay. I like it. I do so like that. it. And they're yep. due after getting held in check by uh, Springs yesterday. I had Springs, that's though. Shout out to <laughs> Yeah, he worked out. It, you know, that's what made me cash. If you can get an SP2 that saves you bucks, to yeah. get that extra money, man, I'll tell you what, um, that oh, makes just a world of difference, really no doubt does. about it. So, yeah. all right, outstanding. Did we forget anything this time? Not this time. All Got right. <laughs> well, very cool. I hope everybody tuned tuned in for the whole podcast. It was Crash, Deb, and I at the beginning talking about Game Five for the NBA Finals, and then uh, Crash and I here knocked out the whole entire baseball slate for this evening. So hopefully this gets all your DFS needs taken care of. Uh, I'll be posting uh, a US, uh, U.S. Open golf podcast tomorrow. 
get that one out a day early. That's going to be exciting, especially with yeah. all the buzz with that live golf league and those guys playing and all the hard right. feelings. It's going to, it's going to get ugly. So yeah. uh, it's going to be fun to watch though. No doubt about it. Fun uh, father's day weekend with all that going on. <laughs> it is going to be a blast. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much, crash. Great job as usual. And we really do appreciate everybody listening in. If you want to join us, dfscoachtalk.com. Jump in there with us. We'd love to have you. Uh, also, if you want to check us out on Twitter, we're at DFS Coach Talk. Uh, Crash is at JP Davis 1982. And I am at Joe Sarvati. So thanks so much for spending time with us. Enjoy uh, your Monday. Enjoy these great sports uh, evening tonight and the whole week ahead. We plan on just crushing it all week. So Thanks for joining you, joining us, and enjoy your day, enjoy your week, and we'll be back again tomorrow when we look to crush it in MLB and NBA DFS and prize picks.